Welcome to the Kick-Ass Everyday Podcast with your host, me, Tanya Tringali. Let's get ready to be bold, be amazing, and live every day to its fullest with the kick-ass powers of personal development. Oh yes, and full disclosure, there will be a healthy dose of Jersey sarcasm. Well, hey there, my friend, and welcome to episode 84 of Kick-Ass Every Day. As always, I want to start off by thanking my returning listeners for coming back. And if you're new here, thank you so much for giving me a try. Together, we will use our combined energy to put out positive vibes and make a difference in our world. So the return to my weekly podcast episode has not gone as planned, LOL. That's just the way life unfolds at times. And you know what? It's okay. Because what do I always say to myself? I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now, and everything is always working out perfectly for me. And I mean every word of that. If I was meant to do an episode every week over the last two weeks, then I would have. I mean, it's not like I've been sitting around doing nothing, and even if I had been, that would have been okay too. I must apologize for my voice. The fact is, I lost it last week when my family and I were on a five-day adventure in Disney World. And when I say adventure, I mean it. And this adventure began way back in November of last year, when the idea first came to mind. That's when my niece Olivia jumped on board, and as she had never been before, and the planning began. Now, if you've ever been to Disney, then you know the kind of planning I'm talking about. At least for this general Disney, anyway. A nickname for my family that I proudly own. Here's the thing. As a Girl Scout veteran, we were taught to be prepared. And that has served me well my entire life. And it works beautifully with personal development. And that's why I'm able to handle most situations with ease. Even if I have a momentary freak out, I mean, I'm only human, I'm able to recover quickly and move on. That ability was certainly tested on this trip. One thing that helps me to do this is by being in control of my emotions. And more importantly, being aware of them and understand why I'm feeling the way that I do. And that is the lead-in to this week's episode, your emotions and how to use them throughout your life. And hey, if you've been struggling with your emotions and want to really turn that around for yourself, then let's have a conversation about that. DM me or even email me if you want. Any way that you can reach out, I'm more than happy to help you with this because no one should have to struggle with this. Definitely not. Okay, so if you've heard me talk about emotions quite a bit on this podcast, there's a reason for that. Um, I've also talked about them in a few videos and refer to them in the book that I'm writing as well. But I've never devoted an entire episode to the topic, and I've been wanting to do so for a while. Why? Because they are so powerful. And when you can learn to tap into yours and not only guide them, but let them be your guide as well, you will have given yourself such an edge in life. I was first introduced to the power of emotions in the book, Ask and It Is Given, which I've mentioned about a gazillion times now. Up until I read that book, I'm sure I was like most of you and that I never gave them much thought and certainly never knew how to use them as a guide. But once I read that book and then applied what I read, there was no going back. And then Jerry and Esther Hicks came out with another book, The Astonishing Power of Emotions, Let Your Feelings Be Your Guide. Well, this book completely elevated what I had already learned about our emotions. 
it really completed both sides of the equation, the guiding them and then being guided by them. So let's talk about the first part, guiding your emotions. This goes right back to being able to control only one thing in this world, you and your reaction to others, your reaction to whatever comes up in life. You can never control anything outside of yourself. It's futile to try and a complete waste of energy. To be able to guide your emotions effectively, you first have to be aware of them. Be aware of how you feel at different times. This takes practice, but you can absolutely do it. The goal is to stay in alignment with spirit and you know you're in alignment based on how you feel. The better you feel, the more in alignment you are. Look, everyone gets upset at times, including me, but I try to save that for the things that really matter. And it's when we let the little things in life like traffic or our hair not cooperating or our kids not cooperating or the completely litter box trained cat all of a sudden pooping on the floor get the better of us. And yes, I'm talking about my cat. When these types of things occur, just take a deep breath, smile, and tell yourself I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. And things are always working out perfectly for me. Tell yourself that God's sense of humor is on a roll today. When you learn to just be like a duck and let these little challenges in life roll off your back, you're now controlling your emotions. You can decide to just laugh at the situation and move on. Or you can decide to let it throw off your whole day. It's your choice. It always is. But my thought is, choose the better feeling. Because why would you not want to feel good? All right, now, let's look at the other side of the equation, being guided by your emotions. Now, let's clarify. I'm saying guided, not controlled. There is a big distinction there. When you are guided by your emotions, your feelings, it's intuitive. It's your spirit's way of not only letting you know you're in alignment, but also when you're on the right path. Esther Abraham gives a perfect analogy of this. Picture yourself in a stream with your canoe. That stream is one of well-being, which is your spirit is always trying to achieve for you. When you put your oars in the water and try to paddle upstream, it never feels good because you're going against the current. Everything you want, your goals, your desires are all downstream. You simply need to stop paddling and allow your emotions to be your guide. Stop trying so hard to make things happen and let the universe do its part. Your job is to take inspired action when it comes to you. Now, in case you're thinking, well, how will I know when that is? You will. Your emotions, which you have now learned to pay attention to, will guide you. This all goes back to trust, trusting in yourself and in the universe. Let's talk a minute about detachment. This is the sixth law in Deepak Chopra's book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. I've mentioned this book and this law before, but it bears mention here again as it has a lot to do with emotion. When you're able to control your emotions and combine that with detachment, you have now up-leveled yourself. Since it's been a while, let me read the law to you once more. The way to acquire anything in the universe is to relinquish our attachment to it. This doesn't mean we give up the intention to create the desire. We don't give up the intention or the desire. We give up our attachment to the outcome. So in other words, we stop paddling upstream. When you're calling forth a desire or a goal, try to remember that how that goal is achieved is not your concern. We have no way of knowing all of the possibilities that the universe has to work with to help us to achieve our goal or desire. 
Our focus is to hold the intention and take inspired action when it presents itself. Another important thing to help you use your emotions to your benefit is when you pay attention to your perception and meaning of something. This is huge. Only you get to decide what something means to you, what feelings and emotions you associate with something. Again, this goes back to choice. You can choose to be negative or you can choose to be positive, even in the face of what appears to be a negative event. I'm a big believer in things unfolding exactly the way they are meant to. And because of that belief, I'm able to almost always without fail, find the positive in most things. I recently learned of a great thing to say to yourself, even when things seem to be going to shit. This too was meant to happen. Just saying those words helps you to come back into balance, helps you to once again place your trust in the universe and yourself to rise above. And I'm always trying to look at things from other people's perspectives. Why do you think that is? For one reason, it helps me to not just react blindly to something or someone, to not let my emotions run my reaction. We have no idea what movie is playing in someone else's mind, and they can't possibly know yours. So when confronted with someone who's clearly going through something, the best thing you can do is remain as neutral as possible. Don't get sucked into their emotions. This comes with practice and self-control, but when you master it, it will save you a lot of heartache and frustration. All right, so what happens when you aren't able to control your emotions and they do get the better of you? When you find yourself deep in negative emotion, because this happens to everyone, Esther Hicks gives another funny analogy about this. When you feel like you're falling out of an airplane, just wait a minute because it will all be over soon. LOL. I just love that. It makes me giggle because it's so true. That's what I love about Abraham Hicks's videos on YouTube. It's the sarcasm that makes you realize how dramatic we can all be. And hey, sometimes you just need a good cry. We all do. Sometimes you just have to give in to your emotions because what you resist persists. If you keep ignoring something and it keeps coming back, it's best to just experience the discomfort fully, which is just you out of alignment with spirit. And remember that you are the experience, not the emotion. Dust yourself off and try again. And like my grandma always used to say, there's always someone worse off than you. That is a great way to keep things in perspective. Now, of course, there are things you can do to help get yourself back into alignment with spirit quicker, to help yourself feel better and move from negative emotion back to positive emotion. The book Ask and It Is Given is packed with 22 different and powerful processes to help you do just that. Before I share a few of my favorites with you, there's something important you need to know about negative emotion. It is merely showing you what you don't want. And from that position, you're better able to clearly see what you do want. That's what the contrast in life is all about. And that's where the law of attraction really comes into play. When you're experiencing negative emotion like anger or frustration, it's because you're experiencing something that you don't want. And if you only focus on that, then you will without a doubt every time get more of it. Remember what I said about the law of attraction. It doesn't care what you're attracted to. So this is the perfect time to introduce one of the processes from Abraham. It's called pivoting. 
you want to use this process when you are between boredom, which is number eight on the emotional guidance scale and anger, which is number 17. And as I said, there's 22 different emotions. Now that's a pretty big range, which is why I like this process because it can be used in a wide variety of situations. So the next time you're experiencing negative emotion, I want you to pause and say to yourself, something is important here. Otherwise, I would not be experiencing this negative emotion. I need to focus on what I want. As soon as you take your attention away from what you don't want and move it towards what you do want, your vibration immediately shifts and your emotion changes and you're once again climbing back up the scale. By pivoting, you interrupt your thought process, which is the driver of your emotional state. Change the way you view negative emotion and use it as a guide. It's your spirit's way of helping you to focus on what you do want. Any guesses as to what the next process is? That's right, meditation. It's actually process number six in the book. Now, I started meditating before I ever read this book, but this just showed me again how powerful meditation can be. You see, when you meditate, you allow yourself to stop all thought. That's the whole idea. It's to give your mind a rest and to interrupt whatever negative thought and emotional pattern might be occurring for you. It's also a great way to connect with the well-being of spirit. Meditation can be used at any point on the emotional guidance scale, which is just another great reason to try it for yourself. If you go to link for this episode in the show notes on my website, I will put all the resources for meditation that I have mentioned in previous episodes. I simply cannot urge you enough to give it a try. Something else I like to use, especially moments of negative emotion when I'm feeling overwhelmed and exasperated with certain family members, is to stop and remind myself to just breathe. This process is actually one that I came up with. I literally say to myself out loud, just breathe and proceed to take some cleansing breaths. I notice that when I'm confronted by certain types of negative emotion that I'm actually holding my breath. It's crazy, but my body is so tense. Closing my eyes, reminding myself to breathe, and taking the time to do so makes a huge difference. As is going for a walk or even just stepping outside for a few minutes. Anything to interrupt the feelings that are taking place inside of you. Okay, one more process I want to share with you. And this one is for when you're already feeling pretty positive. Now, before you say to yourself, if I'm already feeling positive, why would I need to do anything? Because you want to take full advantage of that positivity. The process I love to use when I'm in a good mood is called the rampage of appreciation. And it's really a game that you can play anywhere at any time. What this looks like is you simply start thinking of things you are grateful for, and you keep adding to that list. Look around. Maybe it's the beautiful fall weather, or your family, your health, your pet. You appreciate the little details of whatever it is, and then you find the next thing that you can appreciate. You can do this throughout your day. Want to make it even more powerful? Write it down. Journaling is an amazing tool. And when you can go back and look at this list anytime you need some inspiration, that makes it even better. As it says in Ask and It Is Given, because the vibration of appreciation is the most powerful connection between the physical you and the non-physical you or spirit, this process will also put you in a position to receive even clearer guidance from your inner being. So make sure to practice this one because it's fun. All right, let's bring this home now. We covered a lot of ground, so here's the highlights of what to remember. First, 
Your emotions are powerful and it's up to you to guide them. Best way to start doing this is to pay attention to them. Be aware of what you are feeling and when. Always aim for the best feeling that you can reach. And remember, it's your choice as to what something means to you and how you want to react in any given situation. Next, your emotions are also here to guide you. They are your direct indicator as to whether you are in alignment with spirit or not. Since spirit is always for well-being and feeling good, anytime you feel negative an emotion, that is spirit's way of showing you what you don't want. That's the contrast in life. This helps you to figure out what you do want and to turn your attention to that. It's our thoughts about any given subject that are driving our experience and emotion. This is the law of attraction at work. Pay attention to your thoughts and you'll already be ahead of the game. Lastly, I share with you a few ways to help you get back into alignment with spirit quicker and we'll list those in the show notes as well. If you really want to become a master of your emotions, do check out both of Jerry and Esther Hicks's books that I mentioned. And remember to breathe. Sounds simple, but you'd be surprised how helpful focused breathing can be. All right. I hope you have a great week. And once again, don't hesitate to reach out with any questions that you might have. That's what I'm here for. And that's what I love to do. And don't forget to invite your friends to listen and subscribe so we can continue this amazing journey together and kick ass every day. Till next time.